Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. Fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn top quality lawn care company for rhode island your best lawn ever guaranteed and this is the best time to have it treated call lawn doctor of rhode island today 401-392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com it's john DePietro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website dipetro.com there's so many different stories in the news and i i can't believe the direction that we are going right now. I want to start off with, this is really appalling. Merrick Garland, U.S. Attorney General, who basically now has instructed the FBI to mobilize against parents who oppose critical race theory in public schools. And they're citing various threats and so forth. In recent months, disturbing spike, harassment, intimidation, threats of violence, School administrators, board members, teachers, staff. While spirited debate about policy matters is protected under our Constitution, protection is not expended threats of violence, intimidation. Threats against public servants, not only illegal, run counter to our nation's core values. So the department takes these incidents seriously, he writes, committed to using its authority, FBI, discourage threats, identify them when they occur. Folks, this is all... The power of the teachers' unions going after parents using the Office of Attorney General of the United States. What a disgrace. And encouraging FBI to start going after people. Now, if this is not an act to basically, they're trying to discourage you from going to a school committee hearing. They're trying to discourage you from getting involved. Like moms like Nicole Solace in South Kingstown. So they're saying the nearly 14,000 public school districts, the public school experiment has failed. For the, for the Office of Attorney General of the United States to now encourage FBI, go after parents, go after anyone that speaks up at a school committee hearing and meeting as people are just trying to get information. Folks, where was this last summer against BLM? So... The various parents, moms that go to the school committee hearings all over the country trying to get answers, demanding transparency when it comes to what's being taught with critical race theory in the classroom. And what are the teachers union? They use their leverage that they have and power that they have with the Biden administration. This is an act of intimidation. This is, you know, think of a regular person. If you get stopped by a police officer. Those moments as they're approaching the car, that's enough to, you know, throw you off. How about the fact if you have police come to your door, car pulls up, you know, they come out to your door, whatever it may be. You know, I testified uh, this past summer in a, a criminal case. And so they had to deliver a subpoena to my home. So, you know, it's still a little bit like, oh, that's funny. There's a police car out in front and they're coming up to the door on a Saturday morning. Well, you know, now picture, now make it the FBI. How many people want to deal with that? How about some some mothers that are now going to be dragged in and get questioned by the FBI? Who would want to be involved with that? The answer is no one. This is an act, this is completely an egregious attempt at intimidation. This is the teachers union using all their power, saying we have to put a stop to this. Now, if you complain come to these school committee meetings because a lot of people don't want to be part of the school committee anymore. Now, keep in mind in Rhode Island, especially the, uh, the union, uh, most of the time they, they dictate and rig who's on the school committee just so they get their own way. And a lot of their members have been resigning of people saying, I don't want to deal with this anymore. This is crazy. So they're, they're not going to get what they want. So do they try to explain their side? No. Do they try to defend their side? Of course not. What do they do? Let's bring in the FBI to intimidate parents from coming forward. Folks, this is completely disgraceful. The Biden administration, this is, if you voted for President Biden, you, you need your head examined. I don't want to hear that you didn't like President Trump. 
I mean, listen, this is, look at the, he took off his January 20th, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. We're not even nine months in yet. And, and he, the, the country is a wreck. They can't message. He's not up to the job. His people are incompetent. Oh, my God, you people need help that voted for him. They, as much as people complain about Trump, let me say this. If you voted for Biden, there's something wrong with you. This is what you voted for? Do you want to keep seeing prices go up? Can't even control his own party? Can't control the progressives in the party? AOC and the rest of them, they want to put in these gimmicks that then they know never go away. But this, so people that go, this should just be handled and it's being handled by local law enforcement. No one should be threatened. But now you call in the FBI to start to identify who are these people that are, you know, uh, going to these school committees. This is all done in an act of intimidation. That's what it is. It's all an act of intimidation. So now I also want to, um, to just to give you, what's this story about the sister comes forward and she's trying to say um, that Brian Landry should come forward. But she also is saying she doesn't know if the parents are helping him, which is kind of ridiculous. But folks, just to give you an idea where things stand with all these progressives, you know, AOC, just so we're clear, what they want to do is they plan on getting all these um, social programs into the budget. And they say, well, we'll just do it for five years. But then good luck trying to get that stuff out. It becomes permanent. Just to give you an idea, I want to play this again. This is that Senator Sima, Cinema, excuse me, and teaching a class at Arizona State University. So they go up to the school they infiltrate the school. They go into her class. Then she's taking a break to use the, the restroom. And this is how entitled these people think they are. This is how righteous they think they are. That what they want to say is so important. Follow her into the bathroom. And then continue to berate her. And then one of them even then followed her on the plane. I want to play. This is so disturbing. Just think of where this is taking place. Senator, we want to talk to you real quick. Want to talk to you real quick? Hi, actually, I am heading out. But um, right now is a real moment that our people need in order for us to be able to talk about what's really happening. We need a Build Back Better plan right now. Build Back Better. We, we're not going to endorse her. We need solutions to the Build Back Better plan. This is following her into a stall in the ladies' room. Get you elected. And just how we got you elected, we can get you out of office. She's now in the stall. They are filming inside the ladies' room. At the college. Oh, God, this is so embarrassing. Illegal. That's another student using the restroom. And if we have the opportunity to pass it right now, then we need to do this it. This is in the ladies' room. People, just like me, who share the same story. The senator is in the stall. Because of SB 1070 and because of anti-immigrant legislation. And this is the opportunity to pass it right now. And we need you to, we need they to are hold you accountable to what you told us. The room. promised us that you were going to pass when we knocked on doors for you. It's not right. She's also reading, by the way. Oh. God, this is so invasive. Oh my God. This one's reading too. They film this. Folks, then they follow her out of the lady. This is how nuts they are. And Biden laughed this off. Now following her out of the ladies' room. Solutions that we need for immigration, labor, climate change. Build back better, pass the bill. Build back better, pass the bill. Build back better, pass the bill. Build back better. They are completely nuts. Absolutely disgraceful. And then one of them, the illegal, followed her on the plane and kept going. This is on the plane. 
she's looking for. I'm the one that followed you into the bathroom, restroom, ladies' room. We are a parade. I would say, get out of my blanking face right now. You need to be committed. Go away. You are a disgrace. Beat it. Get lost. Now, she's not acknowledging her. No. Go away. Why is the airline even allowing this? God, she has the worst aides. Filming herself harassing the senator. Yeah. Good. Go see him in Mexico. You are disturbing her. Beat it. God, I'm getting annoyed. Listen, get lost. Get this illegal off the plane. No. Screw. Get lost. There's no pathway. The path leads back to Mexico. Go away. No. Scram. Get lost. Go sit down. Oh. No, she doesn't want to respond. Folks, what a disgrace these people are. Now, last night, uh, Vice President Mike Pence was on the Sean Hannity show, and he's asked about after January 6th. Back to Congress in 2022, and then we're going to win back America in 2024. You know, I know a lot has been made over the disagreement you had with the president as it relates to January 6th. My sources, my understanding are, is that you two have a, a strong relationship to this day. What is your relationship with the president? Look, you can't spend uh, almost five years in a political foxhole without somebody, without, without developing a strong relationship. And, uh, you know, January 6th was a tragic day uh, in the history of our Capitol building. But uh, thanks to the rowdy protest, Capitol Hill police, federal officials, the Capitol was secured. We finished our work. Uh, and the president and I sat down a few days later and talked through all of it. I can tell you that we parted amicably at the end of the administration, and we've talked a number of times since we both left office. But, but I believe that our entire focus today should be on the future. I've campaigned a couple of times for Glenn Youngkin, who will be a great governor in the state of Virginia. Good. I've been traveling all across this country helping our team. That's a winnable race. And the Senate, and I'll be helping governor's candidates around America. So I know the, I know the Against media Terry wants McCullough. to distract from the Biden administration's failed agenda by focusing on one day in January. They want to use that one day to one afternoon. Mean, uh, the, two the, after, two, the two, three hours. Tensions of 74 million Americans. Got a little out of control. We could be strong again and prosperous Not bad, again though. and supported little our administration bit. in 2016 and in 2020. But for our part, I, I truly believe we all ought to remain completely focused on the future. That's where I'm focused, and I, I really well, I want believe, a commission too. I believe, I believe the future is bright. I want to commission also on the 534 riots that took place That's in 2020. Right. Yep. The ones where Kamala Harris was promoting bail funds to get the rioters That's right. that killed dozens of Americans, yep. injured thousands of police officers, right. with bricks, rocks, bottles, and Molotov cocktails. Mr. Vice President, we hope you can... You know, that, um, again, now here's the thing, though, in, in all honesty, I, I think... Um, if you're Mike Pence, you, you don't want to talk about that day. You do not want to talk about that day if you're Mike Pence. And I, I'm not so sure. I don't think that the Trump people are going to forgive him um, so easily. I'm not convinced that that's going to happen. Folks, I want to uh, remind you about why not take a ride and see my friends at Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Fall is a ball at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Homegrown mums, kale, outstanding this year. They have mums, 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, 6- to 9-inch kale assorted colors, 4- to 6-inch ornamental peppers, pumpkins, straw, cornstalks, gourds, Sugar pumpkins, fall decoration, so much more. 
This is the best time. Hey, we had all the rain yesterday. Take a ride and see them. They're open seven days a week. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Gift certificates are still available. Look for them on Facebook. Facebook is backing up and running. Folks, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. I implore you, the great service, family run, they work hard. They, to me, are the American dream, the American spirit. Stop in and see why. Great quality, fantastic people. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. And again, they're open seven days a week. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System, J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency Infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navient certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, petro.com. Joining me, one of my siblings... She is a uh, freelance writer, columnist, and also opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, let's start off with, uh, boy, if anyone, and I recognize a lot of people who they're not on Facebook don't understand the significance, but <clears throat> you have government officials, uh, starting with Governor McKee, who would say, you know, later today we're going to have a some kind of a business meeting. And it'll be on Facebook Live and right, congressional right. people and businesses that sell things online and so forth. Never mind. Yours truly with one after dark, right. everything, but just um, unprecedented 24 hours between the whistleblower and 60 minutes and then Facebook outage worldwide. It is uh, it, it really is like a power outage. It, it, John, it, I think it makes the case in a in a way, too, of what in the past 48 hours with this investigation and the whistleblower, because it just it makes the case of how central Facebook is to connect people and as you say it's it's not just connecting them it's information it's news it's programs you know like yours um it it is ironic that this happens in this widespread way i don't know the technology of what they're saying is occur you know why it happened but then it comes on the heel of you know the prominent interview with the whistleblower i mean they just have one they're having one bad thing after another you know just from uh as a corporation as a you know let's face it jd they're, they're really the most central of all the platforms obviously 100%, yeah like i'm sorry you know there is <clears throat> people you know are devoted to twitter but they're they're everything like there's nobody as big that they're, they're the monster of it all so um, it does show like that it's, it was, you're right. It's almost like a major utility going down. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean today, you know, yeah. I could actually survive without television, but sure. Between Facebook and Twitter. I mean, that's, that's where I am. That's where I spend yeah. my time. That's really sub, uh, supple- um, supplemented where people get it. And especially the element of the, the easiness of the phone. I mean, I, I had people reaching out and right. people weren't sure what had happened, but just a uh, very dramatic worldwide. And then obviously, thank God we had Twitter. If both of them went down. I would think we were being attacked. Yes, but, um, right, but Donna right. Perry, again, it's I understand some people don't that aren't on it, don't understand the significance of it. But it's it is an app and it is a social media, but it really has become it's it's a utility. 
It, it really is, John. Yeah. And, and as you say, it's it goes way beyond what early on was. I mean, there are, John, there's town councils, like let's yes. say tonight, that they, they do their business. People get information that way. Yep. Um, you know, police departments, it's on our Facebook page. They give an update. You know, um, I mean, it just cuts across everything. And as you say, most news outlets legacy news they really depend on well they on do. our facebook pages where yes. they know they get the eyeballs and and you know by the way they get people need vital information so it's huge it's it's kind of puzzling what happened um and again they're coming off this you know wildly unattractive series of stories um that started in the wall street journal they kind of did they broke it open. I guess they had the first access to the whistleblower and exclusive. And then she goes on 60 minutes. So um, I, I just think that there is if if you're in that company, there's just a lot of concern about and that goes into what was revealed. But, you know, their reach is so huge and they yeah. are like a utility. And I would be surprised if not too many years go by that there is some whatever way there's going to be a regulation, I think, John, they're not going to just keep coasting and they, you know, they just think they get smarter people to go to Congress to testify. I don't think it's going to keep lasting without some higher level government regulation. I don't know what form that takes, but I think that's coming. I'm I'm going to say this. And again, folks, this is Donna Perry. I I heard some of the whistleblower. I'm going to push back on some of it because, Hmm. you know, the element of how they develop content, get people engaged you know, this would be like someone testifying, saying, well, on television, you know, as you're watching TV, they keep showing you promos of the next show that's coming. Right. Then they want you to watch from not just eight to nine, but nine to ten. And and then the news is running a promo telling you to tune in at 11. And and if it's a murder True. mystery, they don't give the final answers to the couple. What, what it's really about is is just how do you get people to consume content because there's so much of it there so right. i think it's a little unfair and it's also again i didn't see the full thing but an element because of the patriots but be, because of sure. <laughs> you know they're not just like laying it out like a newspaper there's a rhyme and reason to it and you know there's certain stories that make it into the newspaper there's certain stories that make it into news and obviously you know if there's a fire you know the news stations know that people will watch if there's a fire or a murder or a sure. car accident so I, I think it's a little unfair with the person that I saw kind of explaining the way they put their content out there, that it that there was almost a strategy behind it, whether it is a, a motion picture or a television or, you know, the way a newspaper is laid out or the, a newscast that has the top stories at the front. There's always like a rhyme or reason to it. Well, their news, you're right, like their news feed, um, I, I think is just a it's that's the platform that in the old days, that's where the old thing was, if it bleeds, it leads. Well, television yep. has done that for, you know, 45 years. Right. I, I think, though, the one thing that I've taken out of some of this, to me, this was the least kept secret for most parents in America. Now, I would say more toward Instagram. Um, yes. I do think that there is some credibility definitely in the idea uh, and I've said this for a long time. It's just my personal opinion. Young people, yes, adolescents and teens, in my view, and I think there's a lot of research to back this, they are not equipped no. to be relentlessly right. and sometimes harshly, as you yeah. know, John, compared, yes. criticized, especially young females. And, yeah. and feelings have been that. hurt. Yes. Um, you know, young people are not equipped. And it's so public. Yes, and there's always true. been the thing of, oh, you know, we went to the really cool thing and here we are looking so nice. And yes. I guess you weren't invited. I mean, you know, let's face it, like for junior high age kids. Right. Um, they're not equipped for that. And I and I think there's also one last bit about Instagram, as we know, and I think uh, the whistleblowers kind of talked about it, that they had their own research that showed we all know how it works. And there's young females. OK, they have the tools embedded so you can make yourself look, you know, more tan and whiter teeth and this and that and all this you know um absolutely so the filters and everything and so you'd say well what harm is that young females do it but the over time i think it there are many females who can do it it doesn't really affect them but then there are a lot of people who have 
have daughters especially, and it might affect them in that they're not equipped to handle that even, or they may become obsessively doing that, right. you know? Yes. So I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, most parents, I think you should, they should pay attention to the research and what's been reported. Folks, quick break, a lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com we're speaking with uh, freelance writer columnist opinion maker it's donna perry DJ, I want to get your thought on <clears throat> what's going on and playing out in Washington right now, mm. as much as it's entertaining with the Democrat Party. <laughs> but just, you know, you've worked in politics, you've worked in media, you've seen some of the activists. What gets me about the progressive activists is they truly act as though what their agenda is, it's it's more important than anything. And it, it trumps any element of mm-hmm. class or proper behavior. You know, you saw that. Last summer with the Black yep. Lives Matter, it didn't matter because they were so upset. So, so what? Some property was broken and windows smashed and that type of thing. They're so upset. But you have Joe Manchin and then you have Senator Cinema from <clears throat> from Arizona. But the video of those activists, yeah, literally, literally not outside the door, following her into the ladies' room. Th- this is another element. They should be called out condemned i i don't know if there's a law against it but they should absolutely be chastised and uh and read the riot act for their behavior they absolutely should and and i think everyone should be disturbed by that and i I will tell you john what has and it has happened also through this big fight over these bills i think a lot of what you see with that is that there are a lot of elements in the progressive movement whether it's local or if uh, they go to Washington and do stuff, John, that they are like unhinged fanatics. Yes. You know, I'm sorry that they really are. And, and the fact that you think it's okay to do that. And oh. I also have a huge problem with the response by our president, you know, yes. I mean, that, that was wildly outrageous oh. well, for you know, Biden to say what? it's part of the, John, uh, we don't have and we shouldn't allow activists do not follow U.S. senators into public bathrooms. Oh right. You ever hear that happening, you know, to Senator Never. White House or something? Indeed, no, where were, you were, you, you know, you worked for a congressperson. We yep. were the AIDS. Well, how does that happen? We were well, that, you know, these people normally you always have AIDS with you. You think someone would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is ridiculous. And but, actually rolling it and then not even thinking twice about posting that and that's online how, on social media. That's the thing that gets me. Well, and John, you have uh, over over the years and a lot of your coverage, which is always excellent, you have often rightly said what see a lot of what they do, you as you say, they're they're like militants. They have a strategy. They probably said a couple of we're over here and we're over here. And then they distracted the aides to the senator, maybe. And U.S. senators, you're right, certainly go nowhere without a staff. So the fact that that was able to be pulled off, she's at the University of Arizona. It is outrageous. But Cinema made a great, I thought, important statement, I should say, when she said there are elements of the Democratic Party and it started last year. They have made an environment where it is permissible to do really menacing, John, behavior. 
I call it very menacing and borders on dangerous. Um, and that is menacing and that's outrageous. And can we just imagine if you had GOP activists, oh J.D.? Oh, my God. Right. Like, John, like, let's just play this out. Like oh. following AOC yes. into a bathroom that's saying, right. you know, the oh, bill, the bill you want is too much, is too big taxes. Yeah. And everything else. So can we just imagine the media reaction and she would, you know, say, oh, I was almost going to be assaulted because she says that about everything that ever happens to her. She's someone's trying to assault her. Um, right. It's out. It's unbelievable. And I think that cinema said the right thing when she said they there are parts of the party. And you are right. It goes back to last year. John, th- yep. that was wild, lawless, destructive riots. Yes. We all know it. Yeah. There was not peaceful protests. You never you had Biden not commenting on it. You had Pelosi let it all slide and Schumer too. Um, And I'm sorry, you know, when that happened in 2020, so now it morphs into this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, they won't call it out. But again, I think they're fanatics. They're unhinged when you see people doing that. And they really have almost allowed parts of their party to say the ideology is everything. It doesn't matter if you try to go menace you know, no. that more conservative person. Right. It, you're, you know what? Yeah. It's okay because our cause is, is our more cause is, is the, is the winner cause, you know? Yes. Folks, again, we're speaking with Donna Perry and DJ, let's stay on Washington. Um, you know, Pelosi, the, the longer the disaster of last week and promising the vote and promising the vote. And, you know, a lot's been written about it. And I think one of the more accurate is Biden came in as a moderate and he is, trying to do this is this outrageous Bernie Sanders program where yeah. they're saying that, you know, three and a half trillion is not enough and they're so far apart. And and the fact that Joe Manchin has been, you know, held up as, as being the person saying, I, I'm telling you, I'm not going for all this spending, but this, this without question, it would seem to be Donna Perry, a civil war right now in the Democrat party. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I, I think, John, that if you didn't have such a, you know, a Biden-leaning national media, I'm sorry, this is embarrassing. This is, he does not have good control of his own party. It's showing he's not effective. It's the opposite of, quote, like, I, I know how to get things done. And Johnny's afraid of the progressives. Um, and so I think all of that is now very vividly clear. Um, and I would say, you know, something else that's really coming through with these kinds of fights. Like, look, they, it's showing, I think, that progressives, they can't govern. You know, they, they just have this uh, sometimes an obsessive ideology. We have to do all this. And let's break it down on the practical side, John. It's, it's been well reported. A lot of the COVID money that was in the already in the trillions has not even been spent. That's right. Is not actually getting down to where it's needed. The public at this point, in my view, you can be a humble, very middle class taxpayer. You you get tired of this. JD, they can pass with these big numbers. It the money often does not get where it was intended. We know That's this. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, to say that you and I don't know, does everyone in America should pay for like free American childcare forever as if we're like, you know, Denmark? I mean, yeah. I don't know that the public agreed to that. Right. But worse than that. A lot of nonprofits and different kind of groups end up grabbing piles and pots of money like this. Um, I think Manchin has been really on it all the way. He has said, let's break this down. What are, what are our goals? What are we really trying to do? And, you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, Biden is coming. They'll, John, they look a mess. Yes. His, his White House. They don't really seem to know how to manage this. Um, and again, I would say it doesn't make progressives come out looking good. They look like they really don't know how to govern. One other thing I'd say about this infrastructure bill, if I may, like if you're AOC, I, I don't know why it should, it should be a political campaign, uh, fight for whoever will oppose her. So look at when we had these heavy rains, the flooding, you had the water seeping through the subway of New York just a month ago. Now, look at that. So you have all these people saying we have century old infrastructure. We have century old, you know, drains and the road in in New York, John. So she would be willing to not vote for a huge infrastructure. That's right. 
right? Because she, because why? Because she has her obsessive ideology on all this stuff. I mean, I think that could end up hurting her, but they, someone needs to speak out against it and say, oh, so you let that other bill get blown off, you know? Um, and Folks, it just shows they're not governing, you know? We're speaking with Donna Perry. DJ, before the break, we, where do you, where are we in the Biden presidency? I mean, it started with Afghanistan. Then it led to the border. Then, you know, there he is going up to the Hill trying to get votes. Uh, he's really taken a hit in the poll numbers. I, I don't, I think, as some people are starting to say, that I, I think his presidency has been shaped. It's pretty clear now he was basically used because he was the the best person they thought that could defeat President yeah. Trump. Yeah. But let's face it, this administration, to me, they're not they're not built to then turn it around. I don't think he has a second act. I think everything is hinging on, you know, this is his his big plan and big policy. Right. And there's there's no sign that this is going to be successful. I think the rise of the progressives are really throwing off the Biden first term. I, I completely agree. And I also, in a rapid amount of months, let's face it, J.D., the, the thing that I think that's really going to bury him is that there has been these series of large events that are very visual for TV, right? The Afghanistan thing. I mean, no one is going to forget people are clinging to the wing of a plane of a you know, U.S. military That's plane right. that anyone who pays even the littlest amount of news is aware that thing happened. Then you've had the Haitians pouring over the yes. border, that mess. How many thousands living under a bridge? Um, and then, then you to, had the generals completely contradict the president saying, <laughs> yes. you know, they did actually. Biden had said no one gave him information about staying there with a few number of troops. And last week they came out and said they had, in fact, had that conversation. Well, that that was very interesting because yeah. I think at the end of the day, you and I have talked about this over the years, you know, top brass military, they've seen it all and they know they out survive one right. president. Okay. Yes. The presidents are only in for a short time. And so That's they right. kind of are not going to always take it on the chin for that. And then now you have this whole fight in Congress and it was kind of overlooked. But one thing that caught, caught my eye, JD, when he was on the Hill, whatever it was like Friday night, they said, though he spoke to, you know, large groups of the democratic members I think it was reported he would not take any questions. Yes, that's right. And, you know, and, and you may have talked about that. I think that's odd, but I think it also goes to something we've talked about. He is sloppy on his feet. Yeah. The staff is terrified he's going to say something that yes. then it goes viral. Yeah. Um, and with good reason. And, that's right. not an unfounded fear. So Folks, we, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Summer's here. You want to stay nice and healthy for you and your family? Pop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. It's My Health, right in that old white church, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health, where you're going to find vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like Isae, honey, maple syrup, Octave Skin Brushes, also over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. It's My Health, where you'll find hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use, natural skincare products, hair care, hair care products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps. It's My Health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, or call her 401 305-3585 shop local and stay healthy with it's my health right across the street from davenport restaurant we're speaking with donna perry dj i want to um just touch on covid where we are i think i i think the communication has been i think it's been very poor as far as where this has gone trying to place blame uh all the the mess with the vaccine you know, today they were still trying to essentially blame President Trump. They keep trying to blame President yep, Trump. Yep. Um, and then instead, you know, the, the largest percentage in New York City, 72 percent of African-Americans that are 18 to 44, 72 percent uh, are not vaccinated. Are not vaccinated. So th this is a major problem. You know, frontline workers, healthcare, care, uh, staffing shortage. I think it's been poorly handled. And 
And then Fauci yesterday rolling out, you know, the fact of saying, well, I don't know about Christmas just yet. No, right, like, no, right. Wait a minute. We were told that you're vaccinated. Like, I, I just don't I, I think they, the Biden team, they've lost control of the message. It's there. There. It's a disaster at this point, John. I mean, I, I j- absolutely think most of the public who's been reasonable, who got the vaccine, who followed through. I number one, it's it's very bad if people just stop listening and say, you know, OK, you guys, it's a different message every 72 hours. Um, and I think what's happened and you've seen this from whether it's Rhode Island with Governor McKee and it's gone on in other states uh, and very much in New York City. That when you have the vaccine mandates certainly have had pushback and that is difficult. Um, And and you also have a point where. So, okay, like, John, they're they're kind of playing, you know, that game of who's going to blink first. Well, if you say so, you're going on unpaid leave, you're running a school system. I believe this was reported today. But then you're going to say, so how many hundreds of maybe thousands of people in huge school systems like New York, are they not going to show up? You're trying to run a Mm. school. Like, I just think that um, the mandates have their limits. And and in some ways it seems like Biden, he, they don't know what the next thing to say is. So they just keep clinging to that. And as you say, they tried to falsely stereotype that somehow only like Trump type of people, don't get mm. vaccinated. Wow. And it's and John, we know there's prominent athletes who yes. just wouldn't. Oh my God. Um the NBA whatever. players and then and, others. Yes. Yeah. So you, you have to be honest of who's maybe they have a good reason, but who's not being vaccinated is not, you know, and, and you get that from some of the national media anchors. No, it's mm. not like, oh, people who voted for Trump in Kentucky or something. I mean, that's like the, you know, that's the perception that they give out. So um, I just I think can tell this, you right mm. now at the local hospitals, doctors that I know, they have to cancel elective surgery because they don't have the staff to perform them. And, and, and a lot of the nursing yeah. homes are way understaffed. You know, it's one thing to say, you know, it, it really became like a take it or leave it. We're going to force you to get the vaccine. I've been saying for weeks and talking to them, there was a lot of misinformation. People didn't like the fact they were being forced I, I think the approach, uh, very, you know, hard handed, tough talking, yeah. gun to the head approach. I don't think that was the, the right way to handle it. And instead, they've kind of frightened people. And now both sides are kind of dug in. But I just don't know. I'll tell you in Rhode Island, I don't know how long the nursing homes and hospitals are going to be able to survive if they don't get some of these people coming back to work. Yeah. And, and I think we're at a, a fun, we're at a point in my view at this, at this stage of it. Um, let's face it by late this coming winter, we, we will be like two years <laughs> in this thing, right? That was March of 2020. So, okay. You go around the calendar. I think, and they do believe Delta though is fading in a lot of States where it raged. I think we're going to, we are approaching a point where it's going to have to be, you just have these manageable reactions. I think it just can't be the top story every minute of the national news, John. I I mean, I really do. I think we're at that point. If you have in the 70% of all Americans, yes, keep getting those people vaccinated, but you you just have to stop this thing of you're shutting everything. Look, if, if there's a positive test, that might just one person with a positive test. You know, and this whole, you know, the original sort of panicky approach. Yes. The, country, the country can't sustain it. Well, Donna know? Perry, we saw it Friday where it was breaking news that Justice Brett Kavanaugh tested positive for COVID. But what was <laughs> lacking is he had no symptoms. Right. He had the vaccine. The headline, as a doctor said to me, should have been the vaccine works. Look at that. Right. He had the vaccine. He tested positive for COVID. He doesn't feel it. Instead. It's like they pivot back to March or April of 2020. Yep. Where like, who knows? He could be on a ventilator. He's not. No. So I, I think they've dropped the ball on that. Now, speaking of media, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. We're hearing that Katie Couric is is having like a really burning bridge type of tell-all book that's yeah. coming out. Uh, Take No Prisoners. You know, it, it's one thing. She had such a, a cushy job with the Today Show and then... And huge numbers, and they loved her, yeah. but she was always complaining. And as we know, she she bailed off to, to do CBS. That did not work out. 
She tried a talk show, Katie. Yeah. That did not work out. Where I remember a famous interview where she was kind of throwing her staff under the bus. And it's just, what, what do you make of, from, from what we've heard so far, but about this Katie Couric book that's, that's coming out? Well, truthfully, I am surprised at the early coverage that whether it's like a Martha Stewart, she takes a cheap shot at her. And then even like she kind of like it was almost like she wanted to like out the information. How's George Stephanopoulos uh, was at like a prominent Jeffrey Epstein dinner party. Now, I don't know if that was reported before. That seems like a shot. That seems like saying, oh, oh, you know, let everybody should know this. Um, and it is the tell-all. Now, you know, we know a little bit, you know, when in publishing JD, you don't get that big advance unless you That's right. You got to throw some dirt around. So, mm. but for someone, as you say, who was in her time, like the darling of the morning yes. shows, she had a heck of a good run. Um, she really sat there back in the day. It was Matt Lauer. I mean, they had wildly high ratings for a long time. Um, she did have a great run, you know, and it, it is odd that she is just dishing it up. It, it seems against brand, if you will, like her, the image of her from way back would not be, you know, let me throw all these daggers around. Um, and I think Prince Harry saying he smelled like booze and she was at something like saying he just stunk of booze at something they were at. You know, I, I, you, you're right. Like, I think. It's kind of like almost very disappointing, almost kind of sad to say someone you were at that pinnacle and, and I, okay, you're later in the game and you need to like do this now. I, mean, I think it kind of fits her because I'll tell you, Dee, hmm. before we wrap up, but you know, when she left to do the CBS Evening News, I felt they picked the wrong one. I might yeah. have watched if it was Lauer. Um, I always thought she was kind of coasting on the Today Show, mm-hmm. just this little bit of like hidden aggression um after watching that first time of her hosting cbs evening news i I could just tell it was going to be a bomb yeah she to me was one of those people that was never fully into the news you know not like she almost seemed jealous of a diane sawyer who was just so flawless in in delivering the news and um and it, it, it's just something, I mean, it will be a, a good read. And then obviously, you know, a lot of the things within media. So. Well, I I would agree. I mean, there have been critics over time that said she kind of, you know, for questionable talent, boy, she like overperformed, you know, yes. like she like yeah. there were many females who could have the big Today Show That's thing right. and she had it. So, folks, again, Mostly. she is independent writer, columnist and also opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always. We'll talk to you again. Great to talk to you. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service re coogan and heating 401-732-6562 folks again we're speaking with dr rob harrison september it's one of those topics it's something that people don't like to talk about but it's suicide awareness the aftermath there's so many people, folks, if, if you know of someone, and especially the focal point of this program and talk about Dr. Robin, men therapy, are, are men. There are many different men. Last spring, I've talked about it on the program. Last spring, there were certain children, high school graduations. Their fathers weren't there because last spring, their fathers, these are men with children in their 50s. They took their own life. There were college graduates, gradu- college graduations missing parents there because they took their own own life the effects of covid people don't have to suffer alone 
And Dr. Rob, I think one of the things I like about mantherapy.org is to try to lift the stigmatism of people just talking about it and it's friends talking about it and people starting to look for certain signs, whether it's a family member or a coworker and starting to try to get people comfortable talking about how they are. If someone has a, a broken ankle, they go to the doctor. If someone is having a, a bad headache or they go to the eye doctor or a dentist, people need to start to understand that there's no shame in identifying that they're having some, some thoughts of desperation. Absolutely. Uh, thoughts of suicide are really quite common. Some, some indicates, indicators are that maybe one in every 20 people in the country at, at some point are thinking about suicide. Obviously, nowhere near that number do anything, but we've already had as many suicides in the first five months of this year as we had in all of 2020 in our, in our county, in Washington County, uh, in, in similar pattern in the state. So um, it, it is, uh, we're just beginning to see the tip of the iceberg of the effects of COVID on isolation and, um, and despair in many ways. But there is hope. People can really get help and go on to have a, a very happy life. But you have to take the first step. You have to get help. But, and one of the best ways to do it is for the average citizen to be able to recognize that a person may be struggling and be able to ask the question directly. And that's what the QPR training does. And anybody can take it. It's free. It takes an hour and a half of your time. I do it online. Uh, I can do it in person. Uh, but it's a very simple, easy-to-remember training that, it, that saves lives. It saves more lives than CPR does, really. So... Um, something we should be thinking about and the more people we can train in our community the better uh, chance we have of saving more people in our lives dr rock harrison once again give websites or how people can sign up for these workshops and training okay uh, if you go to the healthybodyhealthyminds.org uh, that has a list of the trainings uh, for qpr training as well as mental health first aid training um man therapy also has uh mantherapy.org has uh, information on local resources. Um, but the trainings are, I think, the best way that we can uh, form a safety net for our community because all the programs in the world don't help if the average citizen can't recognize that their friend or their neighbor or their colleague is struggling and, and maybe thinking about suicide. And it doesn't take an expert to ask the question, are you thinking of killing yourself? Are you thinking of taking your life? And then let me help you try to get some help just as a friend, not as a professional, but just as a friend. And studies have shown this really works. It does save lives. Folks, he is Dr. Rob Harrison. And again, the website is mantherapy, mantherapy.org. Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, Lawn doctor.com lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn top quality lawn care company for rhode island your best lawn ever guaranteed and this is the best time to have it treated call lawn doctor of rhode island today 401-392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com